When we enter herein with all humility and a deeper need of understanding, let the Almighty Mother enter into this circle by the entrance of an eternal happiness, of a divine prosperity, of a perfect joy, of an abundant charity, and of an eternal salutation. Let all the demons fly from this place, especially those who are opposed unto this work. And let the benevolent angels sent by the Divine One assist and protect this circle from which let discord and strife fly and depart. Magnify and extend us, O Mother, thy most holy name, and bless our conversation and our assembly. Sanctify, O Mother, our humble entry herein, you, the blessed and holy one of eternal ages. session we talked about one of the biggest obstacles to tapping into wealth and ending oppression here and all over the world. Let's get into some ways that we can tap into the wealth that fuels this system. First, we have to redefine wealth. If we take on the definition the system gives us, then we are doomed to fail. Their idea of wealth means death, destruction. It means doing things that are not righteous and that is harmful to all beings on this planet. We have to redefine wealth for ourselves because the ones that are really wealthy there are things that they have to do and for black people there's things in particular they have to do to their people or not for their people some of them are charged with lulling people back to sleep when they wake up to the indignities and these predators have no problem doing this So what are some of the other solutions? Now you are tasked with coming up with solutions for yourself, but we can brainstorm together. Remember this culture is one of recycling. There is nothing new that anyone does. And what we can do is recycle the old ideas and make them into something new. For instance, an Airbnb. Those are popular now, but what are they? They are modern day rooming houses. There's nothing wrong with a rooming house or even the concept of it. They helped many of our people survive. Now with today's idea of a room and house, there's many things you can do to add on to it within the scopes and limits of that arena. Can you provide another service? Are you a cook? Do you make something special that you can put on display? How can you take that situation, that service you're providing, to a new level? 
And that's the question we should all be asking. How can we take our skills to a new level? Can you cook, bake, sew, build, grow, repair? As people turn away from those basic skills that built this country, they're going to become more valuable. Because as I observed, the people currently in control are not changing. They may seem sympathetic, but you must look at their actions. Recently, I witnessed a couple of jobs by, uh, held by people not even born in this country, still with heavy accents. One was for the city, and this woman was from Holland or Sweden or some place like that. And she held a city job. Another one held a county job. Nice job. You mean there was no Americans that could fill those jobs? I went to a business where there were, I guess you would call them serving in refugees. They hated their country and their country was in shambles. They left their country and came to this one. Now they're thriving and it didn't take them long. And their business, these Serbians, their business was was tied to the bank. And all of the connections were fellow countrymen. I did not know there were so many of these Europeans over here, at least not thriving as they were. And all the connecting businesses were thriving and they hired each other. And the lower you got on the totem pole, the less English they spoke, but they still had a job. But I noticed though, when we have businesses, we are often pushed or feel obligated to be inclusive. Why is that? And why is it we're kept out of these businesses? Do you even know the types of businesses you can have? Now the Serbian who has a business that's tied to the bank, you'll probably never have access to because you will be locked out of that. And you will be locked out of that type of business for the same reason that the veterans were able to build million dollar homes. Now you ask, how were they able to build million dollar neighborhoods? It's not because they were smarter or did anything special. After all, they come home from the military. Well, they were given these loans, zero interest loans to build homes. And they built these neighborhoods where they can sell their homes for millions of dollars. The loans were specific to who can receive the money and where the homes can be built. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are locked out of the prosperity. So we need to create things that will benefit us and sustain us. First of all, by redefining wealth, we must ask their definition, which often include genocide, genocide of ourselves as well. 
So is there something that you're interested in? Something you're drawn to? Can you create? Can you repair? Can you create something new? Can you take the fast fashion, which is throwaway clothing, and make them last for years? Can you repair clothing? Who do you go to when you need to adjust your clothing? Think about it for the most part. Who does those services? Can we take over those services? Can you refurbish or repair items made to be obsolete? You know, they're doing that in other countries. They're also beginning to ban technology made to break down. Why is America always lagging or blocking innovations that help the masses? Oh, and another thing that's going on is Africans and other non-American blacks are being hired. Now, you may say, what's wrong with that? Well, many of these Africans in particular are being molded by white people. They may not have gone through slavery per se, but they went through colonization. And many of them are still suffering under colonization. And there are blacks that are leaving America to go to Africa. And it may not be exactly what you expect. They may not be welcoming you with open arms and they may still side with their colonizer. So you're forewarned and you still have to break through barriers, those mental barriers. So they're hiring these blacks, it seems, but they're not American-born. Do you see the problem with that? You're being pushed out at all angles. They may say, oh, we have to stop this, but will they really stop anything when they feel it will annihilate them? When they feel it won't benefit them? What will benefit you? There are a lot of blacks that uh, now they would go on and shout for equality for everybody. No longer listen to these clowns. Those are the ones that get airtime. I mentioned that we need to stay in our communities and some of us just don't live in our communities. Or some places in our communities are so run down that we shouldn't live there for safety reasons. That is just not in your best interest. What can we do about that? Well, one thing we can do is stop patronizing the stores in those communities that are not black owned. They suck the energy in the form of money from the community and put nothing back in it. And many are really nasty to the people in the community. Stop giving them your money. We can also stop feeding the businesses that do us no good like churches and liquor stores. Now if you attend a church that's doing much for the community the elderly especially continue to tithe or donate 
But where else can your money benefit? Can you spend time with a child after school, helping them with their math? Could you visit an elderly person? Could you create a service? There's something that you can do that ties you back to the communities where people like you live. We have to stop thinking we only need to appeal to the culture that's trying to erase us. First of all, we will not be erased. So it is better to not help them in this train of thought. So what can you do to increase the prosperity and wealth of your household and your community, even if you do not presently live in that community? Thank you for joining me in another session of Sacred Blue Lotus. Until next time.